It's Ghosticles time! It is! It's totally Ghosticles time. It's totes me goats. <laughs> quarantine edition goats. 61? Ghosticles I mean, it's just time. Ghosticles 61. 61, but it happens to be in quarantine. How many have we yeah. done in quarantine now? I've lost track. Um, two months worth? Yeah, I was I was sitting across at the, I was at the dinner table with uh, Brandon and Devin last night, and we were all like, how long have we been stuck here? And we're like, I'm like, it's three months, surely. And they're like, no, no, it's six weeks. I'm like, no, no. And I'm like, I really don't know how much time has passed. Right. It's a it's weird. It's ever since we got back from Liverpool, and that was at the beginning of March. Yeah. And this is surely the beginning of December. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're onto something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I had to make surely. sure. Make sure I'm coming in. I don't want to come in too hot. For uh, that right there, I'm turning my pre. Sorry, this is terribly technical. I just want to make sure that Matt's not going to curse my name when he hears. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I see. Uh, today is Jack's birthday. Happy birthday, Jack. Yes. My brother called and he's like, what are your plans? And I was like, well, <laughs> we're, we're going to stay, stay home. home. <laughs> we might go for a walk at dusk with masks we on. We might. We might. Uh, I think he just wants to play a video. I think he wants to play Doom all weekend. I think that's the plan. Not a bad, not a bad thing. Yeah. We've been playing. Um, I've been getting more into games than I've ever been before just because, you know, time. And uh, I started playing Smash Brothers. I'm really late to that party, and I suck at it. I mean, I cannot stress enough how bad I am at the game. But it's so much fun uh, because it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you're just like, oh, well, I had this down, and then now the stage started fucking moving, and I can't, I don't know, I don't even, I can't even keep track of which character I am on screen. But we play it, and we just basically play it to laugh, not to get good. Though, though yeah, Devin, like gang beasts. Devin, God love him, like he unlocked all the characters by playing that fucker for 18 hours straight so he could. <laughs> and the next morning he was like, I can't ever do that again. <laughs> he was like, I'm just obsessive. <laughs> like I knew we had we had one character available for us. And I was like, we can't we can't do that. We can't just have one character. So fuck it. And I was like, I know he's like, we're never going to play it like a tournament mode. So I'll go ahead and play it and get all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He did. That was very, very giving of him. He's he's a giver. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So uh, are you ready for some stories? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm All also right. also ready for a nap. So I'm hoping these stories will wake me up. They usually they do. They will. They're good. Okay, I'll start. You start? I'll start while you get into the into the ri- get rhythm. Into the, the groove, the rhythm, the, the, the mood. The, Get just let it take over. I don't know what that was. That was amazing. It was amazing. Whatever it was, <laughs> someone's going to take we're that and then remix it. It's going to be incredible. Start reading some of these stories to like a nice uh, funk rhythm. Make them like yeah, Barry White Man. style. I love some good funk. I'm mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Mm. Uh, okay, this one, the first one is from Jill. Hi, Jill. Let me start out by saying no one says my name with as much excitement and joy as you guys. <laughs> it's true. How did she? Oh, right. We've read her stuff before. And I'll tell you, I enjoy it. But sitting in quarantine, I realized I have another ghost story. Yes. This one starts with good news. I finally got a job. Yay. I hope. It's a call center, but being chronically ill, it's nice to get paid to sit down and deal with asshole customers rather than stand up and do it. But herein lies the ghost. I'm story. so glad you got a job, Jill, in quarantine. Yeah, That's you are the unicorn. That's right. Yeah. We uh I I ended up, you know, we we're pretty lucky 
considering that, you know, yeah. we can do the podcast and I can, you know, do the stuff I'm doing. You can do the stuff you're doing. Like we have some yeah. flexibility there, but we know it's really hard for some people. So yeah, congratulations on that. I'm, we're all cheering for you. I mean, um, we haven't had real jobs in like 15 years, Jamie. Let's be real. That's true. <laughs> not like real jobs. Not like real jobs. Like this is a, we've been part yeah. of the gig economy for 15 years, and that's a. That's true. <laughs> but you know what comes with what comes with gig economy is no insurance. So no insurance. Yeah. No benefits whatsoever. Yeah. And except, great responsibilities, but not great power. No, no great power at all. The the best part though is for both of us, our fiancés mm. are now with companies. Mm. That give us insurance. We're going to have health insurance, like good health insurance for the first time in what, 15 years, 20 years? Oh, God, at least. And I, what's weird. Oh, so, so, we'd, excited. so, yes, so Brandon and I actually had to do a little domestic partnership affidavit to give to his uh, HR department to be like, oh, okay, you are in a domestic partnership and we will cover, uh, you know, your partner. So we had to go uh, to like uh, to get it notarized. So we like got our masks and our gloves on and we ventured out and we're like, this is real. <laughs> Somehow yeah. signing an affidavit that you're in a relationship is somehow more, I don't know. It just seemed more like even the ring on my finger and the proposal, which is great as that was, that just, he's so romantic anyway. It just felt like any other day, but actually going to get it notarized. I'm like, right. it's real. We're stuck in this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean. It's so nice. It's though. pretty cool. I love it. But, I love but it. also like, I'm like, I'm going to go to an eye doctor. Never right? been to an eye doctor. Oh my god, I'm gonna have eye insurance now. Holy shit! <gasps> yeah, Speaking of relationships, that we were thinking about, about can you imagine if this quarantine was happening, if both you and I were in our old relationships? Just gonna put that mm. out there. Yeah. Murder most foul. <laughs> <laughs> they died of COVID. I promise. Uh, it's weird. It's a new strain that COVID? it's a new uh, strain that slits their throat. Anyway, right. it's uh, called the bludgeoning strain. <laughs> it's called um, the, the red. It's called the red death. <laughs> Uh, you probably you probably know the story, but it's real. It's total real. It's real. It's anyway, true, it's so real. so sorry. Back We're to Jill. Right. Back to Jill. All that Just is to congratulations say, Jill. on congratulations. getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to her story. Herein lies the ghost story. You see, the store that used to be my place of work was a Hobby Lobby. Fuck them. That's her words and mine. Actually, both of our words. I'm gonna join in. Fuck them. Fuck them. Okay. A well-known fact in the area about this particular Hobby Lobby was that before going out of business, a worker was held at gunpoint and killed in a robbery. That man was killed on a Saturday and was not found, unfortunately, until Monday. (gasps) People joke about the workplace having a ghost. Don't go get coffee right now. Charlie is in there. And they'd laugh and walk away. That's kind of but, insensitive. Like, hey, remember that guy that we used to work with that died? And we right. like, he was here all weekend because blue light laws. Yeah. He's a right. ghost now. Oh, fuck that. You, you, know, you, you want to, you hope it's been long enough that there's not anybody that knows him that still does that. Yeah, that'd be super um, weird. But the, what the training and day shifters don't know is we graveyard shift people know all about Charlie. Charlie walks behind you when you walk into the break room. Charlie listens to the phone calls and sometimes whispers into people's mics, making both you and the customer go, hmm? But I just say, oh, sorry, that was the ghost. He's harmless. Now let's troubleshoot that home security. (laughs) Charlie follows you into the meeting room. And if you're there trying to take a nap on your lunch, he makes sure it's a failure. Napping on work property is not allowed. 
My first experience with Charlie was my first night on the shift, fresh out of training and terrified to be on my own. It was just as the coronavirus started making its way into America, and I walked into the meeting room, break room thing to finally use my phone. I'd looked up and thought I saw someone standing in front of me. I blinked, but I was alone. I had many experiences with ghosts, but they are never my first thought when something weird happens. Same. That is out. It's like, what is that? Oh, right. They are sometimes my second thought and my third. Right. It's when it's absolutely not a ghost that I immediately am like, it's a ghost. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When it's a ghost, I'm always like. Nah, there's got to be another reason. So I sat on one of the chairs and yawned. I had decided to close my eyes. It had been a long night, and I still had two hours to go. I could feel myself sleeping into a sleep, slipping into a sleep. (laughs) Sleeping into a slip. Right. I got tired all of a sudden. Jill, you're very powerful. (laughs) Slipping into a sleep when my foot was kicked. I opened my eyes and saw no one there. I figured that my boss saw me dozing, gave me a start as I was close to a doorway and continued to the bathroom, which was just across the hall. I waited for him to walk out of the bathroom so I could close my eyes again. (laughs) But after 10 minutes, nothing. He either fell in or wasn't there. I stood up to walk out, no longer feeling too tired, and bumped into him. We exchanged pleasantries, and I asked how many people were still on site, and he said about 12. I nodded and asked if anyone else had lunch right now, and he said, nope, I was there alone. He asked. What? 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 You're doing the thing. Do you hear something? Do you hear voices? Yeah, hold on. What happened? Jamie! <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> what happened? Okay. Don't tell you. God, you scared the shit out of me. I don't. So ah, I'm bumping everything. Let me Sorry, let me man. let me tell, explain to our listeners like what it looked like from my perspective. So we're doing this on Zoom, and you know Jamie's on camera there, and she's suddenly she's in the middle of her story, and she just stops, like like my dog does when they hear someone knocking at the door, and then she's like, "Hold on," and then she just gets up like really alarmed, and I'm like, "Where the fuck are you going?" Oh, there she's out of camera, and I'm like, "Great, great, this is a fucking horror movie, Jamie." Sorry, I do that to you a lot. Uh, so this time. I'm reading the story and had done it a little bit and I didn't know what it was. I'm just sitting here. I'm the only one in the room. I'm the only one on this floor. And I hear a thunk. So the way the layer, the way I'm sitting is I'm sitting uh, facing where you usually sit. But instead of you, there's this big blanket in front of the desk that's taking up that space. And it's sitting on a rolling rack like people would put clothes on. Yeah, it's what we used to dampen the the sound. Yeah, Yeah. it usually is behind you, but it's right right in front of me. Um, and it, it just moved. It just, like, somebody took it and shook it a little bit, and there was a thunk. So I thought, well, maybe one of the dogs got in here and pushed. No, there's nobody in here. There's nothing over there. Nothing fell. There's no! No! Nothing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that just, it's, is it Charlie? I don't know. Isn't there like a weird game involving a ghost or a spirit named Charlie? There is a weird game. Involving I don't know a ghost much about Charlie. it, but I'm like, oh, I hope we haven't accidentally played that game by reading the story. Uh, maybe you yeah. should finish it. Right. I'm going to finish the story. Where was <clears throat> it? It was almost done. Uh, <laughs> I just completely stopped. It threw me off. The let's whole go back to I nodded thing. and asked if anyone else had lunch right okay. now. 
I nodded and asked if anyone else had lunch right now, and he said, no, I was there alone. He asked why, but I made a tale about needing a ride to get food. He nodded and excused himself to finish his job, and I decided to go get something from the lunchroom vending machines, deciding not to take any more naps at work, and I wasn't even going to risk a parking lot nap. Charlie was not getting in my car. Not if I could help it. No, but he made it to the podcast. Hey, Charlie, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Charlie. And thank you, Jill. (laughs) It's straight up moved. Has shit moved in front of you before? It's always been sounds. No, there's always been sounds. Uh So it sounded like that something moved on the other side of it, which I can't see because it's a, you know, it's six and a half feet in the air. And it could be six feet in the air. I don't know. It's taller than me. I can't see over it standing, so I certainly can't see over it sitting. And um, and it was just the corner. Like, it sounded like something shifted on the other side of the room, like moved. And then the corner of it shook. Oh, like God. shook it. Oh, God. Not hard, not vicious, but like something bumped into it or shook it or something. I don't know. Ooh. And, uh, and then and there was nothing there. Well, let's see if anything happens in my sound in my recording booth while I read this story from Tony. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tony says, I have a fun little story from a few months back when me and my friend did our own amateur ghost hunt around London. Oh, so jealous. Uh, by ghost hunt, I mean doing our own bar, uh, bar crawl. <laughs> Even more jealous. <laughs> Only I'm to down. pubs in I London like uh, that are supposedly haunted. To make it more entertaining, me and my friend each downloaded a different ghost hunting app on our phones. We didn't believe for a second they were accurate, but we thought it would be fun and wanted to see if the readings on them ever matched up to give us uh, more of a reason to believe. I downloaded one that supposedly tells you what type of spirit is present. Uh, For example, a poltergeist, a haunted object, a residual haunting, etc., etc. And my friend downloaded one that would tell you the strength of the spirit and also throw up random words on the screen that would supposedly be relevant. One of the places on our list to visit was a pub called The Ten Bells. That's the number ten bells. We sat in there for an hour or so uh, with some pints and and our phones on the table with the ghost hunting apps open. Although we both thought the apps couldn't possibly be real, things did get a little coincidental in this pub. Both our apps were the most active in this pub, way more than any other we went to, and the readings matched up to one another constantly while we were in there, which hadn't happened anywhere else. The keywords that got thrown at us from one app were infant, rooftop, and Anne. We found it all very amusing, and after we'd finished our drinks, we moved to the other pubs. <laughs> we moved on. I just on. like this idea of drinking and being like, infant, bah, bah, rooftop, bah. Um, Sure. We moved yeah, on to the other pubs we'd planned to visit along uh, with uh, Highgate Cemetery. Ooh. It was only later that day when we hit a Wi-Fi spot that we decided to look up the history of the places we had visited. One bonus to the ghost apps was that they didn't run on internet usage, so we'd even been able to play with them whilst on the tube. Uh, meaning the subway, for those that don't know. Um, the tube. The tube. We were a little surprised when we looked up the history of the Ten Bulls, uh, the Ten Bells pub to find in a few of the stories felt a little too 
relevant. One was when a psychic had been called in to assess the building's history. They refused to enter a room on the top floor, insistent that the brutal death of a baby had been involved. Oh. When a researcher then toured the pub years later, they found moldy, cut-up baby clothes hidden in the roof space. Maybe the words... (laughs) Maybe the words infant and rooftop weren't quite so random after all. Uh, Another story that struck us was one the the pub the fame... Another story that struck us was one the pub is famous for. The Ten Bells pub is known for having been a frequent establishment of several of Jack the Ripper's victims. One of those victims Mm, was Annie Chapman. That's where I've heard it. One of those victims was Annie Chapman, who had been drinking alone in the pub hours before her body was discovered after her contact with Jack the Ripper. Was this the Anne the ghost hunting app had been telling us about? We still don't know if there's really any truth to these apps or if these were just happy coincidences, but thought it might be fun to share to see what anybody else thinks. Me and my friends still have the apps on our phones, and we'll definitely be using them again for fun the next time we visit any haunted locations. I'm refraining from ever turning mine on whilst at home, just in case. That's something I don't need to know about. I think it's really funny. Like, I... Yeah. I mean, it'd be really cool. I mean, it, you know, uh, awesome if it's ghosts and stuff, but even cooler if someone's, like, invented an algorithm that, like, you can... These ghost apps, like, just kind of know where you are and be like, oh, what's the story? Okay, we'll dig up relevant words to the story. Like, seems passable. It does. Well, if, I mean... If Google can, auto- thing, can autofill half my fucking requests before I even think them, I'm pretty sure a ghost hunting app can know, like, can locate where you are and be like, oh, I know the history. Let's do this. But... Right, but yeah. that also seems like a lot of trouble to go to just for a ghost hunting app prank. Right. I feel like it would be more expensive. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I don't know how much it was, but it seems like just for funds... You, but what a great, what a great, uh, what a great ad <laughs> right? revenue generator. Like, oh, hey, we'll just, you know, go ahead and put out these stories. So, like, it'll appear on these ghost hunting apps. Yeah. <laughs> now, and we say that, though, having we, uh, ghost we, apps on our phone yeah. that we joke about and, and that we, we don't, we think are bullshit. But they did talk to each other. So that was kind of weird. I have a theory. Uh, I have a theory that ghosts, uh, especially of the poltergeist variety, like to fuck with you, and so they I really. Think, do you have that theory? I mean, I mean, I mean, right it's, it's kind of. The, <laughs> I've been working hard on it all my life. <laughs> it's totally uh, new and innovative. No, I think, I think, I think poltergeists like to uh, avail themselves of things that look ridiculous, uh, so that you can go and be like, look, this thing happened. And like, it's um, it's almost like they want to give you a story that's impossible for other people to believe. So right. they go out of their way to make it as absurd as possible, just so you, you know, look like an asshole when you're trying to I convince other talking, people of what happened. I was talking to Jack about this a couple days ago. We were watching uh, creepy videos online or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's the, th- the problem with them, though, is if you catch an actual ghost on camera, I'm going to think you faked it. Like it's the little things that I'm always like, oh yeah, that's kind of creepy. That's different. I don't know. But and then, but the big stuff, I it's yeah, it's always but bullshit. Then, but I then just, the, it's too far. They've gone too far. But then so the, if you catch same, major, same. I don't but then it, it. it, but it kind of goes its way. I kind of eat my throat, uh, my way through to the other side with the little stuff too, and going, oh yeah, see, I believe that. But that's exactly what you want me to do, and so I think. You know, like this video seems mm-hmm. like someone made this with an eye toward less is more, and that makes it feel manufactured too. So basically, video is never evidence, but it's so much fun. It is so much fun. But there's no such thing as evidence when it comes to ghosts. I'm of a peeking ghost. Of a pe- peeking Yeah, scared. and especially when why they Why do look- they always peek around a corner? What yeah. is that? And why do, and why do ghosts... There's definitely going to be a ghost that peeks around a corner at me now. And it's interesting that like ghosts, that. On, <laughs> ghosts on video... 
Like, why is it that, you know, the Peking ghost looks like, you know, uh, in, in, say, Japan, the ghost looks like the girl from the ring. And in, say, uh, uh, Morocco, the ghost looks like a genie. Or, you know, it's like, it's always, yeah. they're, they're too culturally perfect. But maybe ghosts dress up in the garb that people put them in. Maybe I mean, if they're ghosts of that area, they would look like they lived from in that area. I was like, I want to do like an encyclopedia of like ghost types that we take for granted because American ghosts, uh, you know, what what do you think, Jamie, just real quick off the cuff, what are, what's <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind when you think American ghost? Like what does an American ghost look like? Bitches in white. But like, so like a person in like a, a woman in white. Now what about a British yeah. ghost? A British ghost is uh, also in white, but her clothes are older. Okay. Now what about <laughs> like, let's say uh, a Chinese ghost. Uh, terrifying. It is, it's terrifying. <laughs> like it looks like it, like a, like those masks. It's a, it's a wet woman in white. <laughs> that's Japan, really. That's, that's, that's Japan. Also in white, but she has dark hair and she's wet. Chinese ghosts. I think of the 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 wood carvings and the with the the mm. they all look incredibly demonic to me. But I, yeah, I don't know. mask it's, type stuff. It's yeah. fascinating. You know, I found out the other day. Uh, again, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I just thought it's you know it's helped me stay awake. But they uh, do you know why ghost movies uh, classically don't do well in China when they come from over here? Because they're banned, and it's not because mm. people are too scared and can't handle it. Like the Chinese love their horror movies just as much as we do, but ghosts in classical Chinese literature, ghosts are almost always metaphors for corrupt politicians, and ah. sometimes direct, um, you know, metaphors to someone who's in office. And so, like powers that be are like, we don't like that. We don't like that. So the Chinese tend to see ghost stories as political commentary, traditionally. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, so I guess they don't, they don't like that. So ghosts They're a little and, sensitive about that. Ghosts and zombie movies are banned. At least they were up until recently. I think maybe the, the ban has lifted. But isn't that fascinating? Ghost that movies. Because like, because audiences are primed to read them a certain way. Not just yeah. as scary stories, but oh, this is also talking about how shitty our government is. Um, right. Which is interesting. Like, I, I kind of want to see our own ghost stories like that, because God knows we could use a few uh, <clears throat> that address true. the problem. So, anyway. The story of the haunted orange. Okay. <laughs> the haunted Cheeto. So, <laughs> the haunted citrus. Okay. This is from Ellie, another one of our, our British ghouls. Yes. Uh, hi, Jamie and Michael. My friend got me into hi, this Ellie. podcast. And hi, Ellie. <laughs> and honestly, it's one of the things that keeps me sane during lockdown because I can't go to the beach. That and a ridiculous amount of baking, The Sims, and making drunk TikToks at 3 a.m. So this isn't my story. It's my grandma's. A few years ago when I was 10, she took a trip to Venice with my grandfather. It was a dream trip, especially for one as artistic as my nanny. We nicknamed her Nanny Og when I was a baby. All of the women in my family are massive Discworld fans. Oh, and it I would feel it. weird as hell calling her anything else. I love the shit out of that. <laughs> Nanny has always been supernaturally sensitive. She's been sensing and seeing ghosts since she was very little. When I phoned her to ask about these stories, the call lasted for at least an hour because every time I thought she was done, she had another one. Oh, yes. And once she finally hung up, she texted me about another one she'd forgotten to tell me two hours later. I love this she woman. <laughs> I know, she's great. She and my grandfather were in their Venice hotel room, by all accounts, a lovely place. It was arranged like a typical hotel room with a bed, a desk, bathroom, and a little living room accessed by a separate door. They left this door open at night as it was stifling hot in there otherwise. They did not leave it open for very long. Uh-oh. 
One night, my grandparents were trying to sleep when Nanny spotted something strange from the living room. She got up to go and look and had saw a man in the living room. He was wearing a tricorn hat, a cape, and had his hair tied into a ponytail the sort uh, of the sort common in the 1700s. He was also somehow both solid and translucent. Perhaps strangest of, of all, he was kneeling in front of the sofa, almost like he was looking for something, but his hands seemed to be going through the sofa. Mm. She immediately ran back to the bedroom. He was just looking for the, the remote. What? <laughs> he was looking for the remote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful ghost. He knows now that there is one and everyone should have one. <laughs> the noise woke my grandfather who sleepily grumbled about the door being closed, but she insisted on it. My grandma still doesn't know who this was or why he was in the room, but this was one of the most unnerving of her ghost experiences. And she doesn't get scared easily by ghosts. Also, when she told my skeptical, skeptical grandfather about it in the morning, he didn't come up with an explanation for it and agreed to keep the door shut from her for, oh, the words agreed to keep the door shut from then on when he was just as unnerved as her or simply humoring her i'll never i'll never know but yeah i thought this story was interesting hell yeah it was hope you guys are staying safe and not going crazy yet and once this all blows over and cons are a thing again you guys will be able to come to the uk again especially welsh cons wales need love needs love yes i love wales bye thank you ellie we agree we that makes like me that. think. That makes me I think. I got a little of, uh, distracted. Now I'm. I'm. I'm aware. Now you're just like you're just like laser focused on the the blanket damper because you're like it's good. There's something's behind there. It's gonna get it's you. It's gonna move or something's gonna grab my toes or I'm gonna look over at the picture that's on the wall and see something in the reflection. So it's like, do I look? Don't I look? There's just a lot going it's on. Okay. It's, it's really okay. It's okay. I want you to know, Jamie. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> In You're my apartment, there. nowhere near you. So I'm going to be fine. You're 15 <laughs> minutes away from me. <laughs> go, hey, whatever you are, go through this video right here. You can just go into that booth right with him. Yeah, we have a dress form that's just waiting to be possessed by something. <laughs> Devin's almost it's finished like with it, too. It's looking, it. it's looking creepier and creepier by the fucking hour. Uh, all that. Perfect. So, so, uh, so Nanny Ogg's story, God, I love that nickname, uh, reminds me of the George Washington Inn. There was a story. It's one of those that appeared on Unsolved Mysteries that we were talking about on the chat a couple of weeks ago. The same episode where some family members of mine appeared. And uh, anyway, George Washington Inn, there's a really good portion of it where this woman, this older woman that worked there at the time, she was like, yeah, I, I heard someone call my name. Like, and she she kind of imitated it, and I think her name was Anne, and she, well, oh, coincidence. Um, and she's like, I heard, Anne? Anne, are you there? And then she walks over, and she sees on the main staircase uh, this this very clear apparition of a Hessian soldier, which, you know, mm. had been stationed there, you know, way back in the colonial days. And the right. fact that it knew her name or whatever, so she just, and she's like, and it just disappeared right in front of me. But that's, man, a full-bodied apparition. And she kind of, I, I recall her describing it somewhat, Similarly, she's like, it was there and not there at the same time. It was like... Right. Translucent but solid. Exactly. So yeah. it's always been one of my favorite. I, it's, it's just stuck with me because like they then had a psychic go through, uh, Unsolved Mysteries did go through and like draw impressions of what uh, she was getting. And she's like, I see this soldier, like a Hessian. She didn't say Hessian because she didn't know the phrase, but she drew a picture of the the outfit and the person was mm. crouched behind uh, like a basket or something in the kitchen looking scared. And she was like, Oh my God, that's the, that's the guy. Um, anyway, I just mm. love that. That's a good story. Good story. Nanny Og. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. Let's bring yeah, it. Yeah, you can send us more of your grandmother's stories. Please Ellie. do. Yeah, like we can you just, all can. Ask we'll your grandparents. It, I think we've said that we'll, before. It'll be the Nanny Og saga. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Nanny Og saga. It just triples off the tongue. <laughs> Sounds like an Eldritch god. Um, okay. Bringing it home with Crystal. Hi, Michael Yay. and Jamie. My name is Crystal. We know. And my husband and I are relatively new listeners since we met you both in Anime Dallas 2019 and Jamie gave us the Google Intentions flyer. Uh, But we have blown through your back catalog and are all caught up. Love you both. Love your work and love this podcast. Lots of love all around. Ah. Thank, Love it. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, my story isn't from my experience, but actually comes from my parents. They live in a small town in, the, in middle Georgia and travel back roads to visit our family in an even smaller town in South Georgia. The roads can get extremely desolate at certain points, and my parents have several creepy stories from traveling these roads, such as the time they saw a small girl in a white dress, hashtag little bitches in white, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, uh, playing with toys on the side of the road, but then she disappeared when my dad turned around to check on her, as it was in the middle of the night. I know, right? <laughs> the following story is, in my opinion, the creepiest one they've encountered. One night around Halloween, my parents weren't too far into their journey from Warner Robins to Waycross, uh, but they wanted to stop and top off the gas tank and use the restroom before they hit the empty back roads. There was a gas station directly on their route, and they stopped... Uh, So they stopped and got out of the truck. My mom noticed a young woman that seemed upset, so she and my dad walked over to ask if she was all right. The girl replied that she was waiting for her friends to pick her up as they were going to the local haunted house. She uh, said she was getting really worried because she couldn't reach any of them on their cell phones. My dad asked her some questions, and she mentioned that her friends were driving a red pickup truck. My mom and dad looked at each other and turned pale. My dad told the woman, We drove past a wreck on the way here, and one of the vehicles involved was a red truck. He pointed in the direction they had come from. The woman looked scared for a moment, but then she seemed to brush it off, mumbling, "Eh, maybe that wasn't what they were driving. My parents tried to get her to go to the gas station with them, mentioning that the cashier might have more information, but the woman wanted to stay outside in case her friends showed up. My dad... Uh, told, excuse me, my dad told her to stay put while he went back inside to pay, and my mom went to use the restroom. When they came back outside, the young lady was gone. My parents hoped that meant her friends had arrived, and so they started walking back to their truck. As my dad started towards the gas pump next to their truck, sorry, losing my place. Oh my God. As my dad started, <laughs> I'm so into the story that I'm like, what happens next? Oh, I'm the one reading it. Um, <laughs> As my dad started towards the gas pump next to their truck, he noticed the woman walking down the side of the road in the direction of the wreck. He called my mom over, and they both called out to the young woman, Miss, hey, miss, come back, they yelled. And she either didn't hear them or ignored them and continued walking. Then, between one breath and the next, she just disappeared. My Mm. parents looked at each other, looked back at where the young woman was just walking, quietly finished filling the tank, and then continued on their way. To this day, my mom refuses to look up news coverage of the accident because she doesn't want a chance seeing the young woman they met at the gas station. That's my story for now. I keep your uh, keep your fingers crossed That's that good. any so good. Keep your fingers crossed that any future stories I might have continue to be someone else's. <laughs> um, no haunting from the podcast here, uh, not yet. So, uh, stay spoopy, guys, or as my husband likes to say, stay calm and creep on, Crystal. Oh, nice. Ah, oh, thank you. It's such a damn. Oh, that good story. Some good stories today. Good, uh, yes. Good haul, guys. Time good to freak me haul. out. So Has anything else happened? Have you this. noticed anything else? Have you, you've, you've pointed the laser at the blanket, right? 
No. <laughs> the look of yeah, disdain at the suggestion on your face was hilarious. You're like, no, the fuck is wrong with you? It's, I, I mean, it's already, it. it's hard enough because I can't see the other side of the room. So I have n- no idea what's going on over there. Uh, while I'm terri- sitting here. That's really terrifying. Perfectly fine and comfortable and everything's great. Just throw up in the blinds. <laughs> throw up in the blinds behind you now so there's light. Let in the light, dearie. Yeah, it's... It's, mm, it's all right. <laughs> oh, it's all right. God. Well, um, text me after you're done so I know that you made it downstairs. I will. Okay. I, will. I got Jack here. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jack. I got yes. scared. That's his Happy favorite thing. Happy birthday can't scare me to Jack. But yes. So he'll be delighted to know I had a, a little scare. It's very little. It was little. See, here's what happened at the time. It was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, and huh? then, And then it was like, And then it but... was like, oh, oh. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh. That's oh. creepy as fuck. And now I'm like, hee. I mean, it could have been a thunk <laughs> on the other side of the wall from downstairs and one of the new neighbors or like old neighbors or something. And maybe that uh, maybe it just moved. I don't. Maybe you had a small earthquake. There it is. Those happen. Those happen. It could it's happened. It's and happened they often before. they often just sound like a weird noise, like uh, like someone dropping something, like when you're just getting yeah. the little after effects. So it might have been that it right. might have been that. And, it, and we'll shake just just who doesn't shake anything on my table. Just the. The rolling rack with the blanket. It's a, it's an, it's just one, one corner of it. It's one of those new earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very localized. It starts in the corners it's of very the room localized, and yeah. only travels a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's because of the fracking. <laughs> 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 and here we are trying to explain it in a logical way because it actually just happened in front of us. It's like right. when it's someone else's story, we're like, no, no, no. It's probably Venus. But when it's mm. ours, we're like, no, you know, it's. No, it, it, it's, it's totally something else. Yeah. It's got to oh. be something else. Well, I will let you go get some Florida water windy. and some I, I'm salts. Gonna, I'm going to just spray it. Just, How do you, just, just eyeglass spray cleaner it like, work? I'll yeah. just <laughs> I have that right here. The better to see you oh, with, my dear. <laughs> just, I have a full bottle of, of Florida water. I could just shake it at it. Because from here, it looks like a bottle of champagne. No, it's a little bottle of Florida water. Ah, I see. Florida. All right. Florida water. All right, Florida water cologne. Well, that's it for today's episode, you guys. For external use only, Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) Yes, thank you guys for sending in your stories. Please continue to send them in. um, check out the website, goalintentions.com. Of course, we you can hear us on all of the podcast apps as well as Spotify. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to talk about. <laughs> Except maybe <laughs> maybe you'll have a story of your own next time. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to move that blanket and turn on the lights. Man, why does it always happen to you? <sighs> it's my house. It's because we are usually house. doing it in my house. And now True. that it's in yours, though... Um, maybe, you know, maybe have some, maybe some I'll have a visitor. Yeah, that'd be nice. I maybe it traveled through the video through Zoom. Like, zoom on over to Michael. I mean, there's security as shit. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Do it. Like, find It's easy. They know the password. Get on in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Be safe, Jamie. Yeah, all you guys be safe out there too. Stay sane. Uh, yeah, your we stories. love you. We miss your faces. We do. I miss Michael's. I mean, I see his face right now. It's all beardy and stuff. I, I posted a picture from the last uh, <laughs> report when the last time we got together. You can see there is so much gray in this beard. It's... My white streak is coming out in my temple, real heavy. I look like Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, that's so hard for you. <laughs> I mean, I, guess, I look incredibly handsome. Ugh, so I, nice. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. You do. Are it you, looks really good. Are though. you beard shaming me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally uh, different thing when you're talking to a gay man. I know that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yes. Love thank you guys. you guys for listening. Send us your stories. And remember... It's okay, it's okay to, to sleep, sleep with the sleep lights with the on. Lights on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so easy to do with a delay. It is. <laughs> <laughs>